This is Pixel Splitters, your absolute favorite conversation movie news podcast with your hosts, Josh. He comes, he does some stuff, and then he leaves, and you never see him again, and you're like, holy hell, that was a powerhouse. And Willis, like, really? I did this small indie, and it's broken $2 billion? Join us each week as we break down the latest movie news, TV news, and general industry news, and debate about what it all really means. The Oscar nominations have been announced, folks. It's our, I was going to say it was our Christmas, but I feel like it's our like Christmas Eve. No, what is, what would this be? Yeah. (laughs) It's like Um, Thanksgiving, like it's like Black Friday where you can start getting in the holiday spirit. There you go. Yeah. But it's not, it's not the day. We're not there yet. Yeah. But yes, the nominations have been announced uh, by Riz Ahmed and Allison Williams, I think, of all people. Good for them. Which is like weird, but also I think last year it was like Leslie Jones was one of them and it was just kind of like, <laughs> okay, it was like the weird. I don't Here's know. two people that people know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Regardless, we are going to talk all about that because, uh, well, that's part of our whole thing here. And uh, yes. we're also going to talk a little bit about Avatar too, because my God, this thing is just crushing just the box office chugging. every single weekend. Um, and we just have to talk about it. Give Jim his props. Yes. Uh, so that's what we're going to talk about today. But first, before we get into all that, what's coming go, out, Josh? Let me go over what's coming out this week, because nobody wants to program against Avatar except for two horror <laughs> movies. Because Avatar falls into every category except for horror. So they're like, we'll put out Infinity Pool, which is Brandon Cronenberg's new film, which I am so hyped for. I'm seeing it on Saturday. I'm a little nervous because people are saying that it's just way over the top and i think it has an nc-17 rating so we'll see what happens there um and the other movie that's coming out is a little tiny film called fear which is a low budget horror film about a group of friends who go on a trip in the woods and they all start to experience their deepest fears which sounds stupid but if it's done well yeah the trailer had me kind of intrigued so i'm like you know this could go either way. And horror, I have such a low bar for, so we'll see. <laughs> um, so that's really it for theatrical. For streaming, we have a couple things coming back. Uh, How I Met Your Father is coming Boo. back January 24th on Hulu. Boo. Haven't watched it. Have you? I wa- Yeah. I watched all but like the last couple episodes of the first season. And it's just... Um, and it's soulless. Oh, God. Is the word I'll use. Like yeah. And like the trailer for this came out and like... Literally the top four comments on YouTube were like, I watched this show because Hillary Duff is hot. And I'm like, <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm holding an unfair like measuring stick compared to how I met your mother. But yeah. but 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 you can't. Whatever. We're not going to talk about it. That's yeah. coming back on Hulu. Uh, I'm amazed also, it's got a second season. I also am. Uh, but I guess Hulu, Disney's a little more lenient. Uh <sighs> We also have a really small show that I just saw a trailer for the other day called Extraordinary coming out on January 25th, also on Hulu, which is about a girl who lives in a world where every person has powers, but she does not have her powers yet. Mm. And it's like a quirky British kind of comedy. And honestly, this is kind of what I've been waiting for a little bit when with the superhero genre. It's like, okay, I get it. I love the boys. I love Invincible. But my sure. God, can we just have something a little lighter and more like sky high e and funny? Mm-hmm. And so, and this just might be it. So um, that could be interesting. We also have Ryan Johnson's new series, Poker Face, 
hitting Peacock on January 26th, which, yeah. which I'm very excited for. And I didn't really realize this was a Peacock show, yeah. but I don't very know. Very interesting. Good for him. Uh, we also the reason have... Natasha, um, uh, what's her name, was in Knives oh, Out. Oh, was in Knives Out. Yeah. yeah. Glass Onion. Yes. And I've heard really good things about this, so I'm, I'm excited. We also have a show that definitely would have been a movie 10 mm-hmm. years ago which is called Shrinking. It's coming out January 27th on Apple TV+. Plus. stars Jason Siegel and Harrison Ford, <laughs> created by Bill Lawrence, a creator of yeah. Scrubs and Ted Lasso, uh, and is about a shrink played by uh, Jason Siegel, who starts basically telling his clients that like the truth. And deal with, fucking deal with it. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. it, like the trailer has got Kid Cudi, Pursuit of Happiness behind it, looks literally like a, a kind of a com, like one of those like- yeah lighter comedies that were 15 million dollars i feel like it's like a lighter severance vibe for sure you know like sit with also apple you know like yeah yeah um harrison ford dude making the pivot to tv (laughs) yeah this yeah 1883 or whatever the hell he's on 1918 whatever (laughs) but also i mean you know indiana jones five coming six true five five. whatever it is it's coming um so I'm that's excited what we, for shrinking. I, think I am excited cool. for it too. It looks yeah. pretty good. Um, so that's what we got for shows. For movies, we have Teen Wolf the movie January 26th on Paramount+. Which I Plus. did not know was happening. Uh, yeah, I, you know, <laughs> here it is. Uh, we have Shotgun Wedding January 27th on Prime, which is the Josh Duhamel, uh, Jennifer Lopez It's movie? Jennifer Lopez, Josh Duhamel. Let's be right. That's true. Let's keep the star power in line here. Uh, which has one of the craziest trailers I've ever seen. Um, I really want that movie to be good, but I, I am not holding a lot of hope. Uh, yeah. Well, well, well I think it's a very delicate line to cro- to like walk. And I, I don't know if it's yeah. going to pull it off, but I know fingers crossed. Cause it could be yeah. funny. Um, and then a movie that I do think is going to be funny. You people coming out January 27th on Netflix, which is the Jonah Hill, uh, Lauren London, Julia Louis Dreyfus, Eddie Murphy, David Duchovny, like, I mean, just an insane yeah. cast um, that looks kind of funny, honestly. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, who knows? It's a Netflix production and those go either way. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. But we got a lot of stuff coming this week, guys. So, you know, hit play on wherever you are. Or go to a theater. There's a ton of stuff to see. But without further ado, let's hop into the episode here. Do it. All right. So. Avatar 2, Way of Water. Did it break even? I, where's the, the number, man? I don't know what that number was, but like we can't be that far off at this point. We can't be. I, I think that it has surpassed. There's no way that it didn't, because as it stands right now, Avatar The Way of Water has grossed a total of two, a little over $2 billion at the worldwide box office, which is astounding because, again, it's been out for like a month. I don't... Yeah. Is this the fastest a movie has hit $2 billion in history? I would think so. It's kind of astounding because only $600 million of that was from the United States. Uh, only yeah. $600 million. I mean, you know, that's a lot of money. But um, <laughs> yeah. $600 I, I, million, a really good box office for any other movie. For any other movie. I'm still kind of astounded. I mean, I if you listen to our Tuned In uh, coming up on Sunday, I went back to see it on a Sunday night in the pouring rain. 
and it was a sold out IMAX showing. Like, let's go. So that's so <laughs> interesting because I, while I still have not seen it, I have come closer. <laughs> I've come close to seeing it <laughs> a couple there. times, uh, wherein I'm looking for um, like tickets and like booking seats and stuff, and then like ending up not pulling the trigger. But right, uh, I was looking on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, at like noon, one o'clock for like a seven o'clock show at my local theater yep. and literally not a single ticket sold. Really? Like, like I was like, okay, like On what Thursday. seats am I going to be able to get? Yeah. Well, it gets worse. What's like, what seats am I going to be able to get? And I was like, sit wherever you want. All of them. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this show is not happening. The showing is not running if I'm not like buying these tickets right now. Right. And I did the same thing on Sunday night and same I got thing? the same thing interesting so like i don't know if this is just 100 percent being pulled by imax stuff right now mm. because you you spoilers i guess but you were saying that um we record tuned in first guys we do uh you were <laughs> you were saying that it was an entirely different experience not an entirely different experience but like a very different experience than the first time seeing it in imax i mean it was I get, I'm picking up what you're putting down. It was a significantly better experience with the sound and with it being obviously shot for IMAX. It is it is really something to behold to the point where, like, it started, I put my glasses on, and I just, like, mouth was hanging open type of thing because you're just totally immersed in the experience. And it is really good normal. I mean, I'm sure even if you saw it in, you know, 2D it would be okay, but yeah. it really like if you're not seeing this in IMAX 3D with the laser and the high frame rate, like that's it is astonishing to look at this movie. So uh, that might be what it's got to be. Interesting. Right? So interesting. I mean, who, who knows? You know, it keeps cranking up numbers and no <laughs> one's going to see it where I am. So um, and still nobody's talking about this movie. Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe we'll get more of a conversation about it. But like, yeah, it, it like I don't. I've seen nothing even about the storyline. No. Like, I'm like, there's literally zero need to, like, avoid spoilers. And I don't know if there are spoilers or anything, but, like, right. I'm, like, not even 100% sure of, like, who's in it. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I've seen nothing. It's crazy. Right. Whereas, like, you know, 20 minutes after Black Panther drops, you have to go on a media blackout for the next six months or else yeah. you, you get the entire, you know, yeah. stinger spoiled for you. <laughs> yeah. So I want to point out six movies in the two billion club. Um, That's six. Yeah. In order one to six, we have the original avatar at (laughs) 2.9. The original avatar almost broke three. That's how Um, what the original avatar Avengers Endgame at 2.7 Titanic at 2.1 Star Wars. The Force Awakens at 2.0. Six, um, th- I, this point thing is betraying me now. Um, <laughs> Avengers: Infinity War was number five at uh, two point oh four eight, mm-hmm. and then Avatar is just crossed in. It's at two billion twenty eight million. So um, James Cameron has three of them, and Zoe Saldana has four. Oh my god! Boom, oh my mic drop. god! Like, that's the kind of thing is like, I keep seeing all of these things about James Cameron. I'm like, my girl Zoe is up there too. Like she must be the most profitable actor of all time. Of all time. Yeah. Oh my God. Good for her. Well, it's well it sucks because she like hates being in these franchises, but like 
that's no joke, dude. Like that's yeah. crazy. It's holy wild. shit. Good for her. Love it. My God. <laughs> that's wow. That's astounding. So I like I have to see this movie. Like I and you have to see it in a theater. Yeah. 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 And, and I have an to IMAX see, like theater. I know in three. I just look the closest IMAX theater to me is like an hour away. So I don't know if that oh, that's that gonna sucks. happen. I'll go for like the um like the showcase. RPX or I think that's yeah. legal RPX or whatever. I'll I'll spring for that and that'll have like the high frame rate and the 3D and all that. But uh, right and even if honestly even if IMAX it's not IMAX, that's okay. Just yeah. in a theater is where you have to be for this. Yeah, um, I'm not watching this on my 60 inch TV. No, it's not worth it. And that honestly, to go times. well, that would definitely be sad times. Um, I think and we talked about this last week, but I think the reason that this movie doesn't have any real discussion about it is because there's just nothing to really discuss and once you see it you'll understand it's just like a james cameron movie like yeah do people talk about titanic controversially or like in discourse yeah. like they're just like oh it's fucking titanic like one of the best yeah. movies ever um and the same thing with avatar it's like only in the past five years did people start going was avatar really that good mm. <laughs> yeah and then avatar 2 hit and it's like oh well there boy. was a lot i remember in 2009 there was a lot of controversy around avatar of being like this is pocahontas oh you know true true but definitely but i mean like oh it's a weird thing that like that is like issues with the storyline is the only thing i remember from that and if right. avatar way of water again haven't seen it but doesn't have a similar kind of like this is the same old story we've seen a thousand times <laughs> then like yeah like it's crazy Rock and roll, Jim Cameron. Make that bank. <laughs> keep forcing studios' hands. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we'll keep you guys posted with this because no doubt it's going to keep climbing. It's just been a basically a like it drops some weekends, but then some weekends it has like a twenty percent increase, and you're like, okay, it's so weird. it yeah. really just it's doesn't wild. follow metric. But uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> Avatar two. <laughs> Is just an anomaly. Still, and still going. Like, it's, yeah. you know, we, we haven't hit 90 days in theaters with this yet. Like, no, no. Five weeks. Two bill, two yeah. over two bill. Nuts. Absolutely insane. I mean, I could say, like, talking about Jim Cameron and Avatar, whatever. We're going to talk about the Oscars, guys. The Oscars came out this morning. That's what, that's what this episode's about. Yeah, the Oscar nominations. Okay. Disclosure, like, from the beginning now, when we say the Oscars, like, we're talking about the nominations because the yes. Oscars haven't happened i don't want to have that in the back of my head this entire episode good call and if you're listening right. and you couldn't figure that out then you <laughs> aren't paying attention <laughs> um but yes the nominations have been announced and uh you know last week we talked about some of our predictions and what we thought might happen what we thought wouldn't happen you got pretty close on your top 10 i think you were only off by two right I think I was. Uh, I found that same piece of paper I had written them all down on last week. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, yeah, you were off by two and I was off by three. Which is still pretty good. Like, we, yeah. that's, you know. Well, a lot of them are kind of. <laughs> yeah, they're the yeah. samey. But. Um, all right, so where do we where do we start on this? Where do we start here? Do we want to start with anything that was surprising? Like, that jumped out at you that was, like, shocking to you that either was nominated, wasn't nominated? Because I had a couple things here, and they, we can go for any category. Because then I think we should run through like some of the bigger categories afterwards. Yeah. Or do you want to do categories? Oh, uh, hit me! What do you got? So I was gonna say no Top Gun for cinematography. Yeah. That I was like, okay. That w I was like sure thing, and I even thought like it will win. Like I don't know that anything else is gonna really contend with it. Um, yeah, and that's one of those that I think. 
And I think this is going to be a reoccurring theme. And just like to bring it up right at the top here, I feel like Top Gun probably got bumped from cinematography because of All Quiet on the Western Front. Yeah. Yeah. All Quiet on the Western Front, nine nominations. Yes. Like making it, I think I read earlier, either the second or the third highest nominated foreign film of all time. Yeah. Yeah. And that was one of those, like, watching it this morning, it like, it just kept coming. And I was yeah. like, what? Like, yeah. I don't, I didn't hear anything about this movie. This movie came and then it was gone. And like, we, we talked about it and it was like, right. But anyway, so I'm sidetracking, but like, yeah, no Top Gun for cinematography, which I thought was very strange. And then I went down a whole rabbit hole <laughs> because Top Gun was nominated for best visual effects. Yes. And that title is visual effects, uh, not like digital, CG, yeah. digital, like I'm like, so maybe that's a weird conversation. Cause I mean, there is some, there is some pretty good like CG in Top Gun. It's basically like flawless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's also a ton of like in camera practical stuff that I'm like, does that count? Ah. Is that what they're looking at? Like, it's a weird question to me because I'm like, who is the, ca- who is the body that is voting on visual effects? Is it just like right. visual effects artists? Am right. I offending everyone by saying like <laughs> visual effects is not necessarily CG? Right. Oh, but when you get down to the nitty gritty of it, like, you can go either way on all of these like visual effects can be so, and maybe yeah. that's what they're talking about. It's like, they really, I, I, I would have a hard time calling that not cinematography yeah. though. Like, well, sure. But like the, the, the yeah. question I, the, the, the debate I was having in my head is I was thinking of like star Wars and new hope. Yeah. And all the miniature work in that. And like, would that qualify under, oh visual effects i would think so like that's the kind of thing it's would it just be like because, production design like yeah like that's the weird thing that i'm like you know i saw visual effects and i went i guess i don't know you're like there's the only thing i can think is there's like the shot when he's in the the plane at the beginning where he does like the huge he's flying over the whole right. world and i'm like that's pretty cool visual effect for sure uh, but that's that's totally that's a good call because when I think of visual effects, I immediately go Avatar, Marvel, Star yeah. Wars, like well, anything like, with CG. Like let's be real, like Avatar's gonna take yeah <laughs> the best visual effects, yeah. which I appreciate because this is also how we started last week's episode right. of me going like standing in unseat Avatar, which like no, no. not even um, close. But like it really made me debate, and like this is a reoccurring theme. It really made me debate with Top Gun of like yeah, what does that mean? And do they need to be more specific going forwards? Because, I mean, if we want to run through the rest of the cinematography nominees, it's really interesting. So what we have is um, James Friend for All Quiet on the Western Front. We have Darius Mm -hmm. Kanji for Bardo. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have Mandy Walker for Elvis. Uh, We have Deacons for Empire of Light, of course. And we have uh, Florian Hoffmeister for Tar. It's weird because it sucks when you have movies that aren't good, that are just flat. Like, nope, Babylon. Take Empire of Light and Bardo out of there and throw those in there. Like, what are we talking about right now? Like, are you kidding me? Two movies that people hate, but you're going to nominate them. Like, I understand Bardo and I, it's Deacons. He gets in, like, automatically. But 
Deacon's bass line is like yeah. a tier above a lot of really great cinematographers. So exactly, it's Roger Deakins. You know, yeah. it's it's Steve, um, he's like Steven Spielberg. He just gets in. Um, yeah, but <sighs> it is it is bizarre. I'm like, and we we were saying this last week is like I don't know. It's weird. I don't. Yeah, I don't like. I really want to know what's going on with Nope because Nope. No nominations. Zero. And no campaign. And though. no campaign. And no conversation about it at all. Like, I'm like, no. I, don't, I don't think they just went for it at all. But, like, is the voting body not allowed to, like, how are you not having a conversation about Nope, regardless of the campaign level? Like, it's Jordan Peele. Come on. Yeah. Like, it's Jordan Peele, and it's like an incredible. It's an amazing movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it, it really doesn't, even us, I think, got nominated for a couple awards maybe screenplay and i'm like nope is way better than us like on all levels and and you know it's not like you know he's working with some of the best people like i've said again like hoyte van hoytema is like one of the best living cinematographers works with denis villeneuve and nolan and it's like yeah but you're gonna tell me that it doesn't it's not good and honestly i think it's because they just they just didn't campaign for whatever reason um yeah which i don't like you know, I mean, when you get to um, get out like that, yeah. I believe was nominated, right? That was nominated for best picture, and he won best original screenplay. Yeah, it's so it's like the Academy knows Jordan and likes him, and he's a good filmmaker. So by all accounts, this one should have been like, yeah, Nope is maybe in the best picture race, but I nothing? wonder. I wonder, and I'm like, I don't want to like necessarily say anything definitive because I don't remember, but I remember there being some kind of controversy around get out with the Academy Mm. and the voting body, but I don't remember what it is. So I don't know if it's like one of those, if Jordan Peele, I'm speculating entirely qualified, qualified, (laughs) qualified, but like if Jordan Peele, like kind of doesn't give fuck about the Academy after controversy with get out. um, It's possible. And the, you know, he, it's not like he needs anyone to tell him he's a good filmmaker, you know. Yeah. But I, I just, I just found it strange. Like I, I, it, it's, I, I, I think we kind of understood that this was going, maybe going to happen because no voting body is recognizing it an, a, anywhere. Yeah. But it's just shocking, especially when you see some of the other nominees for some of the. I mean, it's very samey yeah. for all of them, but just astounding. <laughs> just ridiculous no women nominated for best director let me find that again yeah in a fairly strong year for film for women who are filmmakers um yeah we got we got martin mcdonough the daniels steven spielberg todd field and ruben ostland um, yeah as, as the nominees yeah. And I guess I don't necessarily know what I would take from that list. Probably Triangle of Sadness just because I think it's had the least amount of impact. Yeah. I, I feel like Triangle of Sadness is a bit of a weird like it looked good and it looked interesting, but I didn't think it would really be a contender in a lot of this stuff. I thought it was kind of like, oh, yeah, here's like a cool thing. But like to to pull a, a best director nomination. Right. Especially compared director. with like. Sarah Pauly there or like right no absolutely it, um, it is odd 
and I, I mean, I get, I don't know what the Academy's like record is with Ruben Ostlund. I mean, he's loved obviously all over the world. Uh, sure. He's, you know, won the Palm d'Or twice or maybe three times at this point. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he very acclaimed, but again, like in a very strong year, it's just interesting that that made it even into the conversation for directing or best picture. I'm like, really? That one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting. Like looking at the directing category, like, I feel like we were saying this exact same stuff last year of yeah. like, man, this is like a powerhouse. Like, uh, yeah. you know, it was like Chain Campion and Kenneth Branagh and Paul Thomas Anderson yeah. and Steven Spielberg <laughs> right. and like, uh, Rizuki Hamaguchi for yep. Drive My Car there. Yeah. Um, like, it's just top tier stuff. I feel like it was like that in 2021 too. Mm-hmm. It definitely oh. was. And the thing about this too, it's like the Daniels, they may, well, best director... That's a tough one. That that that's a really tough one. But they yeah. could they could take that one potentially. I mean, everything everywhere has what eleven nominations. Yes, which isn't not indicative of anything because honestly, in in the past, the ones with the most usually don't win Best Picture. But yeah, like it's either gonna be a big sweep or like you're set up for. Yeah, the power of the dog, like eleven yeah. noms, zero wins, or whatever, yeah. one win. <laughs> um, which could go either way. It, so the interesting thing, like looking at it as a whole, mm-hmm. um, when when I watch these things, I like write down the movies. I, I write down the movies as I go, and I put like tick marks next to them as they get nominated. So I yep. like oh, so end, in real time, yeah, yeah. So like I can see like okay, like here we go like top gun's got five like babylon's got three and who knows how accurate i really am because they do tend to go really fast especially when <laughs> you get to like documentary and i'm trying to write out five documentaries right. as they're saying them <laughs> they're live. all f- um, 10 words long <laughs> but um the thing i'll say like looking at that that kind of layout is the nominations well i believe everything everywhere is in the lead with 11 mm-hmm. they're pretty evenly like dispersed mm. you know what i mean so everything oh, everywhere yeah. the 11 um and forgive my numbers here i don't have the, these are the ones i ticked this morning so they could be wrong <laughs> but they're uh, close but the, at least they're close yeah but like you know you have banshees with eight you have elvis with seven all quiet with eight mm-hmm. or nine um nine yeah you know fableman's with six black panther with four like elvis El, yeah El, well elvis had i think seven yeah and it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. You know, obviously there's the ones with the one or two, but like the big player ones, there's none that are like, this has 15 nominations and is going to like, and everything right. else has like three right, or something oh, like that. You know? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Oh, even it's, Tar it's, has it's, probably six or seven. It looks like. Yeah. I think Tar has six, um, but, and we can go here. RRR with just the one. Just the one. For Natu Natu. Yeah. Which... And so we thought potentially, potentially could be in the best picture race. Yeah. Um, and it was, I thought, a shoe in for international feature. Definitely. That, that is the shocking thing. Is yeah. Like how did RRR? And then we have movies that I'm like, I didn't I'm, even hear of what's EO the from quiet Poland? Girl. Yeah. Like. I know EO is about a donkey. That's yeah. all I know. But yeah. I've never heard of the Quiet Girl. 
Argentina, and like 18, Argentina, 1985 won the Golden Globe for foreign. So like that, I was kind of expecting. Sure. And then all close, quiet. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, every list I ever made had RRR as international feature. Nah. Right. And here we are. Not do not do the only the only one nomination, um, which is wild. I still think it's going to clean up. I think there's nothing else like even close. Can no, with it. no, um, no. <laughs> if something else wins, uh, this whole thing is a complete sham then. Like, what are you talking about? Um, uh, yeah. Also, I will say um, Taylor Swift, who has been on the list, who has been on the best song list for uh, oh, yeah. the other two. Nothing. Um, nothing. Which I want to say, I think, I think an Oscar is the only one she's missing from her EGOT. Really? I want to say, yeah. That would make sense, although I'm trying to think. I mean, Tony and uh, Grammy, obviously. For sure. Um, Emmy, I'm sure. But also, like, I'm not entirely too worried about it, A, because it's Taylor Swift, but B, because she's been getting into filmmaking. I know. She's like, you know, she was on the director of Roundtable with, yeah, with um, Martin McDonough. <laughs> like, what? Which is wild. What the um, hell? But... I would like it would be cool if she was going to win a, an EGOT to do it on not a song. It would be cool. Yeah. Oh, it would be really freaking cool, actually. Yeah. Um, This is original song is weird, too, because like I don't know what Tell It Like a Woman is and I don't remember the song from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah. So Tell so It like, like a Woman, I, I looked up. That and apparently, tell it like a woman is an anthology movie. Oh. Um, that Diane Warren just like wrote a song for. Um, oh, that's like not getting a lot of praise. Yeah, um, I haven't seen it, but like from the few rev- reviews I've read, people just, are like, it's it's fine, fine you know. It's um, Diane Warren, I guess, and like- and Diane Warren has gotten like a bunch of Oscar nominations before, I think. Yeah, she has like 10 or something yeah. stupid um, like that. So it's so just that like, could just oh, be another like, shoe in. Like, yeah, that could just be, you know, <laughs> the Spielberg. Academy members just like being like, oh, shit. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I recognize that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Spielberg, Deacons, Diane yeah. Warren. <laughs> so. Um, so but very interesting. Uh, not to not to, I think, is the clear front runner yeah. there, to be quite honest, because I don't really take that Rihanna and Lady Gaga. Yeah. Take that Rihanna. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um. No James Cameron for best director, which I kind of understand, yeah. um, but also kind of makes me think like maybe Avatar, like I don't think Avatar has a chance of winning best picture, but like that kind of makes me think, well, they probably aren't going to, although was Affleck nominated for best director for Argo or is it just best picture? I thought he just won best picture, which is no, you know, that's amazing, but <laughs> Oh, no, he wasn't even, that's what it was. He wasn't nominated for director. So how can that be? How can, I mean, I get that there's five, but how, yeah. how is that even possible to have, you oh, a- your movie's amazing, but you didn't direct it, you know, you don't think, that, like. Yeah, that's, that's, that's tough to say. I feel like that might have something to do with the way that they structure the voting. Yeah. Because I, I think it's along the lines of, the specific people who work in those departments vote for the top five. Sure. Um, 
which like is a weird concept of like here's a group of directors that are voting right on how good <laughs> how directors good this are. person's directing yeah um i suppose but you know um and then for the best picture like everybody votes right um right so it, it may be just like a clerical <laughs> yeah <result>. like <laughs> um but Insane. um i want to talk about animated feature film let's do it sea beast it. yeah surprise sea beast showing up very surprised. um outdoing um what was the other one that was in there for the the golden globes uh we're so prepared. <laughs> oh, it was Inu O, which was an anime thing. Oh, it was so the anime. I can see. Oh, um, okay, okay. But uh, no Apollo 10 and a half. No. Which, which is, is, there was a big thing about that. And they were definitely campaigning for that because they made a whole thing about it. Um, there was articles on articles about how yeah. it now is qualifying, which might be why it didn't make it. Because <laughs> they're like, okay. Sure, you'll like, be considered. you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I need to go see Puss in Boots: The Last Wish because, yeah. good God, everyone's like this movie is fire. So I'm like, I don't, I, I, I. It's been in like every single one of these. Like, I know, <laughs> I know, and like I'm resigned to the fact that I, like, I have to 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 watch it. That's that's seems mean. It's not that I have to watch it. I I kind of want to see. It. I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I'm like, it's in the same conversation as Pinocchio and Marcel the Shell with shoes on. And like, right, right. Go yeah. to hell, double second sequel of a spinoff yes. series. Like, and to be honest, besides that, four phenomenal movies that deserve yeah. to be up there and are, well, original is hard to say, but it's like they're like not a sequel necessarily <laughs> and yeah. not something that's just like because so many times you see like oh how to train your dragon three is there because we couldn't find another animated yeah, feature Puss in boots the last wish right. is like yeah exactly yeah. so but otherwise i'm like this is great like i'm super yeah. happy with the rest of these and maybe it's i'll gonna, be happy i hate it because it's gonna be like pinocchio i know i want it to maybe be marcel maybe, so bad maybe it'll be marcel maybe Imagine that a twenty four picking up a, a best animated feature. I love it. I would love that so much. That it is better. My it's better year. than than Pinocchio. Um, it is. Well, I haven't seen Pinocchio, so I don't. But I I can't. It imagine just is. Yeah. Anything being better than Marcel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was shocked to see the Batman getting love here in a couple yeah. categories, which I'm like, oh, very interesting, especially um, for sound design because. Tar didn't get nominated for sound design. Yeah. Babylon didn't get nominated for sound design. Babylon almost no love, yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of interesting to me, but um, interesting to see like a fair amount of love for the Batman and Black Panther. Yeah, Black Panther, Batman. I kind of like wrote off. I'm like, there's no way this is gonna find its way in here because yeah. of the rest of the year. Black Panther had better chances just because. It was a Chadwick Boseman tribute. Ryan Coogler, they sure. like, you know, Angela Bassett was phenomenal in it. Um, but I'm still surprised because it's it's an okay movie. Like, well, it's and they fine. are technical <laughs> categories that it's in. It's in visual effects. It's in yeah. sound and it's in makeup and hairstyling, which yeah. like makeup and hairstyling. Like, yeah, the penguin. Like For sure. Yeah. You know, but yeah, yeah like, effects, yeah. I suppose in the like it's weird because I I've said this before I don't remember the Batman 
I know. At all. <laughs> I, like, know you I'm, don't. <laughs> I don't know why, but so I don't know. I might have to revisit that one. If I get through my list and have time I to know. go back. Leave the three hour. Yeah. Don't don't. Yeah. <laughs> Rewatch a three hour movie <laughs> before you. That was get the other the thing I like went through and I was like, all right, how many of these that I have to watch are three hours long? Uh, but I won't a l- keep quite a few. Quite yeah. a few. Yeah. Um, <sighs> let's see. Let's see. What else? What else? What else? No, uh, no real love for the woman king on here, which I thought was zero love for the woman. Interesting. Because you could have had people nominated for best supporting actress and best actress um yeah neither which i was very shocked by um i thought me i, I thought viola davis was like a shoe in i'm like there's no way you know so let's get into that let's get into the acting things yeah let's do it <laughs> um so we have long been saying in these that it's like yeah i think it's pretty much clear what's going to be an actor in a leading role what's going to be an actor in a supporting role yep what's going to be in actress in a supporting role kind of, kind of um, yeah. but then like the actress in a leading role is like a stacked category that like how do you even begin right so we got Kate Blanchett duh, duh for Tar we got Michelle Williams I guess I mean no she's not gonna win like I guess she's been <laughs> campaigning for actress in a leading role and it's like wrong- that's why it's in leading role and not supporting role which People the, seem to think is better. It's the wrong category. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. We get Michelle Yao for everything everywhere. Obviously. Obviously. And then there's two others. There's yes. Ana de Armas for blonde. Yes. Which we debated about having and like arguably she's good is is worth it. I don't think has a chance. And then there's Andrea Riseborough. Yeah. For two Leslie. Which I learned about today. Yeah, I wrote that down. Like I was like writing it down. I'm like, okay, Tar, Blonde, Fablemans, everything, everywhere. Here comes Woman King. And then they said two Leslie, and I was like, like what? For best, for actress in a leading role. There's yeah. only five. Yeah, we've never. <laughs> like it's insane to me that this dark horse has yeah. come out of nowhere. And like you know, like good for her, I guess. I guess she campaigned super hard for it. Um, and got like the Hollywood elite yes. behind her to host screenings and, and all that kind of stuff. And tweet um, about, Edward Norton tweeted about her in this movie. I'm not going to remember, but like they were hosting like screenings, you know, with a bunch of Academy members yes. to showcase to Leslie. Yes. Um, which I guess like good on you. I but don't like no one has seen this movie, which is not which is fine. But yeah. I thought the point was to try and get more people to watch this show, which is whatever. I don't really care about that, but I don't well, know. Like, <laughs> it's just, what is, it's a weird, how do I watch this movie? True, true. I don't think it's streaming anywhere. It was like, what is, it wasn't in theaters. Like, I don't, I, I don't even know when it released. Like, yeah. Uh, you can um, rent it on iTunes, I guess. For seven um, bucks. And sure. like, honestly, that's something that might've been like put up there like two days ago. Who knows? Right. Right, right. <laughs> but I don't feel bad about this because I heard like Sean from the big picture didn't know about this movie. So I'm like, well, yeah. then how like what? <laughs> it's wild. It's it's a weird thing that like it feels like this nomination is like breaking the rules. Right. But it's like it's actually just kind of 
playing the rules better than anyone else. <laughs> it's true. If it's it very true. Like, it's like here's the game of getting nominated, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play it. Um, and it looks interesting. It you does. Allison Janning's in it. Love her. Um, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I like. I feel like going into this, I'm gonna have like a weird taste in my mouth. Of, a like, little what bit. What is this movie? A little bit, especially um, when we talked about this. Like there are others who easily deserve this nomination. And I'm not saying she doesn't, but to just be like, oh, throw my name in the ring, you know? Yeah. And, and campaigning that way versus trying to get the public on board with what's going on is just an interesting way to do it. I mean, clearly, like you said, it's it's the right way to do it because the public doesn't vote on this shit. These people yeah. do. So it's like campaign to those people. But I don't know, man. It's just very strange. And that with Ana de Armas and Blonde and having Andrew Dominic anywhere near the conversation is just like... Yeah. It's made the actress category very strange and off balance a little bit where it's like now Kate Blanchett is definitely taking I think Michelle Yao has a little chance, but like I think it's Kate, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's, really I, between I think them it's, two. it's between them two. Yeah. The no other three else, are, yeah. you know, it's it's two powerhouse performances that I don't think anyone's going to come near. Right. Um, exactly. You texted me this morning. And you were like Stephanie Sue, nominated yes. for best supporting, and I because I did not know I wasn't sure. I really no one else was really recognizing her. Yeah, and so I'm like, eh. I but screamed everyone... when her name came out because I was <laughs> yeah. like, in my head, I was like, let's you know, go. <laughs> I didn't really think I Carrie Condon too gets a nomination, yeah. which I thought she was fantastic at Banshees, but unreal. I yeah, I'm just like so. Well, everyone's been talking. Well, it's interesting. The supporting role thing is like actually. Uh, a fair number of like not expected stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So like Jamie Lee Curtis really, I think is the only one going in that. It was like, yeah, you know, she's going to get a, a, a nom, a supporting right. nom. Right. Um, Carrie Condon, I hadn't heard much about in terms like, you know, yeah, a she few had things a couple, here and there. But... She was, I think she was nominated for the golden globe, but like yep. not a lot of conversation around her performance, even though right. it was fantastic. Um, so good. Angela Bassett for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Yep. Which Great. that could have gone either way, too. I wasn't that sure they were going to recognize her. Yeah, that could have just as easily not happened. Yeah. Um, like, she's had a lot of press around her performance and, like, a lot of talk about that. But, like, yeah, that could have been, like, a Black Panther kind of thing. Right, right. Um, and then Hong Chow for The Whale. Yeah. Which I haven't heard anything about that performance. Me Everyone's neither. talking about Brendan Fraser and, and right. here she comes like, yeah, rock and rolling. Um, and then Stephanie for everything everywhere, which is like incredible. Yes. Who yes. I honestly like think deserves it more than Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh my God. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis is so good in that, but like, <laughs> but like, yeah, she's so much better. It, like not I, even yeah. close. Yeah. And, and yeah, um, I don't know who's going to win. I really couldn't I call this like I, I it could be any number of them. Um, I don't think it's going to be Jamie Lee Curtis, to be honest. But yeah. Um, and I don't think like everyone always talks about splitting the vote. No, I don't think I don't think that's splitting the vote. Those are very different performances. Yeah. And I think Jamie Lee Curtis is like she's an icon. She's never yeah. been nominated. We got it. And she's amazing and everything everywhere. Let's nominate her. Stephanie Sue blows her out of the water in this movie. um, And is I read today is the first uh, queer person to be nominated 
for I think supporting roles since Ian McKellen like 20 30 years ago something that's like that. wild and I'm like so if anyone should win this I think it's her I do I've been really digging Hong Chow lately I've seen a lot of her work like she was yeah. obviously in the menu I watched this movie called driveways which is just astonishing and she's very different in every role and that sure. I'm just like she's got hella range which is cool and I'm sure she's phenomenal in The Whale, and this just kind of gives me more hope for that movie, even though You haven't people, seen The Whale yet, right? I have not. I'm really no, okay. dragging my feet on that one. Um, <laughs> but uh, but I, I don't know, man. Angela Bassett, so, I don't know. We'll see. In terms of saying, like, the first things, mm-hmm. actor in a leading role. Yeah. First nomination for all five of them. That is wild. Never ha- hasn't happened in 88 years. Oh my god! Of, of the ninety-five Oscars. Oh my Oscar god! Years. Austin Butler, Colin Farrell, which like I was kind of like he hasn't gotten a nomination, but I'm like, yeah, no, I guess not. He's been working a long time, but you know, yeah, but like all of his stuff is either super poppy or super super indie. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, this is r- right down the Academy's like barrel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like just to the left, just to the right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brendan Fraser, which we all know is like his first nom. That's awesome. Yep, his um, Paul Mescal for After Sun. Yeah. Which is like, you know, his first thing. And then Bill Nye for living. has never gotten How an Oscar nomination. Gotten... <laughs> That's one hell? of those that like, I feel like everyone's like, well, yeah, of course he has. But I'm like, it's I, like I... I don't think of a lot of I when I think of him, I can't think of a lot of like powerhouse performances. No, no. You know, I think of Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> well, sure. Yeah, like <laughs> sure. Um, like yeah, I think of uh, is ma- ever made. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think of Love Actually. Yeah, um, it's true, and I think it's just probably because he's been working for so long that you're like, oh well. You're just kind of like, yeah, it must. undoubtedly must have been uh, nominated. But I mean, it's that's wild. another stack. That's a really stacked category. Yeah, I th- I don't. Dude, I don't know who it's gonna go to. I at first I was like, it's Frazier, and now I'm like, it, it honestly could be Austin Butler, which would be really weird. I think if it's not Brendan Frazier, every article the next day will be like the upset of yeah. Brendan Frazier in the whale because right. like he is by far I think the fan favorite, and it's yeah. like the Cinderella story of his big comeback that everybody's behind him on, and like right. this whole thing. Um, if you didn't vote for him, then. Well, yeah, and like, you know, and it is like Austin Butler. I still have to see Elvis. Like everyone's talking about it now, and I'm like, just watch yeah. it. It's another it's three hours. Three one. hours long. Yeah, it's it's spaz. You know. Yeah. You know what you're getting. Which into. I do like. Yeah. You might I like, like. I like might... OG Baz. I newer yeah. Baz is is tougher, but it's um, chaotic. But um, yeah. you might you might enjoy it. I don't know. Who knows? Um, um, Colin Farrell, he also could win. Yeah, he could. A long road for him to get to this point, and yeah. Banshees is cleaning is, up everywhere. Yeah, all the award shows. I don't know. Yeah, it's like one of those. It's like you look at that and you're like, I could see any of it happening. I know. I don't think Bill Nye. Like, I I would bet that he doesn't even go. No, probably- I'll bet that's like that. Like, oh, I w-, you know, if he won yeah. it, they'd be like, he's in England. Yeah, he's in. Um, <laughs> he's pulling. Yeah. And Paul Miskell, I think, is, you know. He's too new. He's not going to win it. Yeah. He's, it's I'm not, sure he's phenomenal. But. For for those Academy members who can't be bothered to watch everything, his, like, 
after sun is going to be one of those ones that gets put in back burner uh, right. fast. Right. Um, and then in a supporting role. Yeah. I was going to say, let's run through this. Cause yeah. this is also interesting. This is um, also interesting. I don't think anything's going to, uh, unseat no. Kihu Kwan on no. this. No. Um, but we've got him for everything everywhere. Mm-hmm. We've got Barry Keegan for Banshees, mm-hmm. which I was like lukewarm on his performance. I thought it was good, but like, yeah, it was just, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Compared to like Brendan Gleeson and Colin Farrell yeah. in the movie. I, and honestly, um, Carrie Condon. Yeah. Carrie Condon too. Like, yeah, he was, yeah, he was fine. <laughs> <laughs> compared to the talent he was around. Uh, yeah. Judd Hirsch for the Fablemans, um, which he, it is fun to see Judd Hirsch around again. Yes, and he absolutely steals the five minutes he's in the Fablemans. <laughs> it is astonishing watching him on screen. You're just like, he comes, he does some stuff, and then he leaves, and you never see him again, and you're like, holy hell, that was a powerhouse. <laughs> um, and then Brian Tyree Henry, which a lot of people are like, oh, it's for, ca- for Causeway. For Causeway. So- You've seen this. I have not. I have yet. seen this movie. He is really good in it. Yeah. Like, I will freely admit that. I didn't really care for that movie. I think it led up to a good thing that it didn't really deliver on. Sure. He definitely acts um, Jennifer Lawrence under the table in it. Really? Which, uh, kind of. Yeah. I like yeah. him more than her in terms sure. of her acting. And I think style. that's just like kind of my mentality too, which yeah. might be where this is coming from, but <laughs> he's really good. But like, it seemed, it seems like a movie that's wouldn't be in this conversation. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like so I'm like, quiet. Causeway seems like a, here's just like a, a movie that's come out and it's good performances and stuff like that. And like, we're going to move on from it. Right. Um, but yeah, go go Brian Tyree Henry. Like I was gonna he's see great. Yeah. Anytime I see him up for anything, let's go. He is so yeah. good in everything he's in. Um that this is just I mean, I don't think he's gonna win, but my God, just being up there with this group of people, I'm like, that's pretty freaking cool, man. Like Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um God. Just All right. astonishing. So let's talk about the big one here. Let's do it. So best picture. I'm gonna yes. run through him and then we'll talk about it. So we got the full 10. Yes. Um, All Quiet on the Western Front. Avatar, The Way of Water. Mm-hmm. Banshees of Inishirin. This is when they were listing it that I realized it was in alphabetical order. Ah. Oh, uh, oh. Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even. I was like, oh, A, A, B, uh, uh, <laughs> Elvis. Everything, everywhere, all at once. The Fablemans. Tar. Top Gun Maverick. Triangle of Sadness and Women Talking. Quite a lineup. Uh, they announced Women Talking. <laughs> My wife was watching with me. They, they announced Women Women Talking, uh, produced by Frances McDormand, and she goes, "Well, it wouldn't be an Oscars if Frances McDormand wasn't nominated for something." Facts, though. Which is actually facts. Very That's true. accurate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is um, true. <laughs> so, this is a list. Yeah, it is. Top Gun Maverick. Best Picture nominated. Yeah. Oscar nominated Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. A Top Gun movie. A, yeah. <laughs> um, a sequel I, to Top Gun. A sequel to Top Gun. Putting Jerry Bruckheimer in the position to possibly win an Oscar, which is yeah. like, yeah, good for him, but also like a weird concept to me. Very strange. Um, yes. 
Jerry Bruckheimer. <laughs> I don't know. How, like, I, I've been saying this off pod, and I may have said this already on, on here, but, like, I cannot decide if Top Gun Maverick is a good movie or not. Yeah. It's like, almost, we've debated it. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, it's almost like the cultural footprint has completely overshadowed anything and to be fair we both really enjoyed watching this yeah. movie you know <laughs> but yeah i get what you're saying and i keep having these arguments and i think i did say this off pod, but i keep having these arguments in my head where i'm like well i mean does it have any character development does it have like you know character arcs does it have like this does it have that and like like being all the things that i'm like no this is just like a basic popcorn movie but i keep being able to tear apart those arguments of like right yeah like the characters do have pretty decent <laughs> character arcs like you know yeah. tom cruise is not just like he's wild and then he's not and then right like you know he's like there's a winding road for him there right um he resolves things from the first movie <laughs> <laughs> like the what? mark of a true uh powerful sequel exactly um, <laughs> yeah so i don't know how i feel about top gun maverick i it's ca- like this best picture nomination is causing me to re-examine what i think of this movie because yeah. i was fine with it being a really great popcorn movie that i right. really loved and now right. i'm like well let me look at this with like a filmmaker's eye and i don't know how i feel about it <laughs> but is that okay if it is just a really really good popcorn movie that that would be in this conversation because it made almost $2 billion and everybody loves it. So it's like 1.6. I saw that on the list earlier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, one and a half bill. And it's like, and everybody seems to be on the same page of like, this is at yeah. least something worth seeing because I had the same thought. I'm like, it's a Joseph Kaczynski movie. Yeah. It's a Tom Who did Cruise. not get nominated for best director. Right, which I, you know, yeah. I it, it yeah. makes sense there. He also made Tron Legacy. Exactly, and Oblivion. So we're, Oblivion. you know, <laughs> and Spiderhead. So let's talk, yeah. you know. But there's so many forces making me go, why Why is this as good as it is? Or why do I think it's as good? Even yeah. Tom Cruise, I'm like, should I like this this much, you know? But yeah. I, I think it's, regardless of if it's good or not, I think it's totally fine being on this list. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm with you on that. I just um, like, it's making me re-examine my relationship. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, Triangle of Sadness, I think, is the other thing we should talk about off the yeah. top here. Yeah. Of, I didn't see this one coming. No. I thought Triangle of Sadness was like, might make a couple little things here and there, but like, I didn't think yeah. it was at all in the running for Best Picture. No, no. Especially, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Let me go back to Best International for a sec here. Um, 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 um. Because I don't think no Park Chan Wook for decision to leave. Nope. What the living heck? But we got yep. two movies I've never heard of. Okay. Um. Regardless, we got a movie about a donkey. We got a movie about a donkey. Um. That's that. I I take that back. That's so mean <laughs> to all the filmmakers. I'm sure it's fantastic. I yeah. I really am. Um, Oscar nominated. But come on, Park Chan Wook. But uh, and then Best Director for Ruben Oslin. Yeah. Like so, there's something in that that people are responding to. There is something there. I, we haven't seen it, so we're just. <laughs> so let's ask this question. Yeah. Who are the contenders here? 
like because, the actual contenders. Like, yeah, because like Triangle of Sadness, I'm sure whatever isn't going to win. Top Gun Maverick's not going to win. No. God help us if that does. Um, I know. That's some gladiator shit. Uh, <laughs> Avatar, not going to win. Avatar, like, yeah, not going to win. Like, is there because it's fucking James Cameron, you know? Right. Um, All Quiet on the Western Front, not going to win. With nine nominations? I'm going to have to watch that movie. Let's put Wait, a for three sure. hour German war movie, you know, on. Uh, <laughs> I, read an interesting, I read an interesting thing that actually piqued my interest about this um, mm. is in making this movie. It's about. Oh, now I'm not sure. I think it's about World War One. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Or maybe World War. I don't know. Anyway, I think it's about but World it's War. shown from the German perspective. Yeah. And the filmmaker was like, we can't like make it like a heroic thing. Right. Because Nazis. Right. You know, so it's like it took the like it took away the main thing of like a lot of classic war cinema. Like patriotism. We've done of, it. like, yeah, like, <laughs> oh, we're going to like push through and beat the enemy and all this. And you can't do that because Nazis. Right. Um, it's like it's hell and you're on the wrong side. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> that. I'm kind of like, all right, that's like an interesting filmmaking conversation um, it is i've heard it is a because obviously the original was supposed to be like this anti-war obviously yeah. crazy anti-war film this is very similar in the brutality of what's being shown yeah. it's it's possible but it'll be we'll see it coming it just snuck if, up ab, on us. if if all quiet is sweeping yeah everything it'll be like it's gonna yeah but so so, so, but we'll say for argument's sake, like not in the top five contender. Sure. So, what does that leave us with? We've got so it leaves us with Banshees. That leaves us with Elvis. Mm-hmm. That leaves us with Everything Everywhere. Yep. That leaves us with Fablemans. Yep. And that leaves us with Women Talking. Yes. Oh, and Tar. I don't think Tar's and Tar. Win. I don't think Tar's gonna win. I, well, yeah, I think Tar is all about performance. Same yeah. thing. It's kind of the same vibe as like the whale. It's like yeah. Tar is a incredible performance and a good movie for sure. Um, but that movie is not really anything without Kit Blanchett at the helm. Exactly. Exactly. (sighs) So Banshees, Elvis, everything, Fablemans and women talking. Yes. I, I mean, I was out on this last week, but I kinda maybe think everything everywhere all at once might be best picture winner. Yeah. But it has the most nominations which is not, it's usually the opposite. Usually the yeah. one with like three gets the best picture, but. I, well, he, here's what I'll say. I, I don't think it'll be Fableman's. Mm. I think Spielberg will take director. Really? Okay. I think Spielberg will take director because the Academy is going to eat up. Right. The whole like. It's my I, childhood. I, I, yeah. It took me 70 years to make this movie. Right. Or right. 60 years to make this movie or whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, but I don't, I think it's too stacked in other stuff to like. So, like, my main contenders, I guess, what I'm getting to here is I think it's between Banshees, Everything, Everywhere, and Elvis. Yeah. And honestly, like, Elvis, of those three, I think Elvis is the least likely. So, between Banshees and Everything? Between Banshees and Everything. But also, like, I bring that down and I say that, but Coda won last year. I, that's what I am keep thinking. I'm like, yeah. that's the thing where anything can happen. Um, you know, and Coda beat out, like... um Power of the Dog. Yeah. Coda, Belfast, Don't Look Up, 
uh, oh, yeah, King Bell- Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, West Side Story. Yeah. That is like, a, not a good best picture race at all. That that's is, that that was what we were talking about last year of like here's like powerhouse. Like the filmmakers yeah. are all world class, yeah. but like none of their best movies, like by yeah. far. That's really strange. Okay. But it's also of all those I wouldn't call I wouldn't have called Coda the best one of those. Right. Um so like so, Tar could do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean like any of them, like in that kind of thing Tar could do it. Elvis could do it. Which is weird. I got to watch it. Like I feel like I could watch Elvis and be like this is the best movie ever it's going to win everything. I don't think that's going to happen but like Listen, it's it's possible. It It's not an incompetently made film, but it's just like yeah, n- not the Elvis movie I would have made. Um I don't know, man. I'm going to say I think Banshees of Inisherin is going to win best picture. Yeah. I don't I I just I think everything everywhere all at once that would be such a left turn for the academy to be like yeah. this sci-fi A24 multiversal like crazy film. Yeah. Like that might just be too much of a stretch. Whereas Banshees is like pretty you know, smart, <laughs> straight down you know, the barrel, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um yeah. but I don't know, man. What do you think? I feel like you might now. be right. Yeah, well, well yeah. We'll make our fi- we'll do another whole episode of this shit where we're like Exactly. Let's like make our final before. choices. Yeah. Um I I kinda I, I'm prone to agree with you that Banshees probably feels like the strongest and most likely, but I really want everything everywhere. That would be fantastic. Uh-huh. If it's Key, Michelle Yeoh, Stephanie Sue, the Daniels, and then everything everywhere. I will say if it's if it's Key, Michelle, Stephanie I'll be happy. If those three yeah. w- all win, I'll be like, yeah, Banshee's we've done can it. have best picture. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, this is not a list in entirety that is super different from what we were thinking of. I mean, there's sure. a couple, I think triangle of sadness and all quiet on the Western front were the two movies that really snuck up on us. And we're like, Oh, these are just dominating every category. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like we predicted most of these coming out of it. Um, yeah. I will say uh, to touch on writing real quick, Glass Onion. Yeah. Knives Out Mystery. Best adapted. Best adapted screenplay, which I don't know what it's adapted from. I don't either. Apparently he um, didn't just make that up, but okay. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's a Agatha Christie novel. I guess so. Maybe. Um, um, and also I'm like, is Top Gun Maverick an adapted screenplay from Top Gun? Is that what they're saying? I like- guess. <laughs> I mean, All Quiet, I get Living, I get Women Talking, I get... Yeah, that's like, a book, yeah. It's but not t- like there's a book of Top Gun <laughs> Top Maverick. Top Gun Maverick is a novel. I think it's literally an adapted screenplay from Top a Gun. different movie. Um, adapted from Tony which Scott. Which is weird. That's it's a not gonna weird win, concept. But- <laughs> no, it's not, but like that says that any sequel could be nominated for adapted screenplay. Oh, that's very interesting. Like, like replace that with like Black Panther Wakanda Forever. That's true. That's a very different. That's like a weird. That's like a loophole. Yeah. What? It's like, yeah, it's based on a different down a previous text. And you're like, I Uh, guess. I guess technically. Sure. Adapted from a screenplay is like 
Right. That's not a. That's not yeah. what I would think. I guess technically it makes sense, but um, does Top Gun stand any chance at winning anything? Because it's not nominated for cinematography. Maybe sound design. It's got what five? It's got <laughs> adapted screenplay, visual effects, <laughs> sound. It could do sound. It could do sound. I'm surprised the Batman's up for sound. I said that already, but yeah, like, interesting. Um, Lady Gaga's not going to win it. I don't. I don't know. I don't think it has a chance. I don't think it does. Film editing, me. I could see it taking editing. It could. Oh, but against everything everywhere yeah. or all this like Yeah. I gotta give it to Elvis. Even. I yeah. mean, yeah, that, that that movie is edited within an inch of its life. Like <laughs> Although um, like I feel like it is incredible how in it you feel with all the dog fighting. Oh my god, yeah. Which like that's all the editing. I mean it's, it's true. like here's shots of planes flying around and then a guy on a set going like <sighs> It's true. You know, it's true. Tom, Tom Cruise's heavy breathing through that whole movie. Um, <laughs> look at fucking Top Gun, like challenging convention across the board. Like, across the board. Wild. It's unbelievable. Like one of the most classic blockbusters you could ever have that, like you said, we can't even be sure is a good movie up for best yeah. picture. Yeah. And I would bet. 95% of people rolled their eyes when they first heard about it. That's a high number, but like you get but like a lot of people are like, okay, like oh, we're getting another, we top saw gun it. Yeah, movie. yeah, exactly. Us like, too. We were like, <sighs> I almost didn't see this. Film. I put it in the same vein of like, we're getting another blade runner movie. Right. Right. We're getting another Tron movie. Right. We're getting another, like, <laughs> it's just like a, <sighs> right. Like, let's grab this movie from the 80s because the same star is still around and now they can play an older version of themselves. Exactly. But it pulled it off it, somehow. It did. It's it's a true, like, anomaly. Also, well, everyone needs to go watch the trailer for An Ostrich Told Me the World is Fake and I Think I Believe It. Yeah. I, <laughs> did you? I sent it to you today. Did you, you watch did it? Say I did watch it. Amazing. I'm so excited. I, I can't Incredible. wait to watch that. Incredible. Um, Might make, yeah, my... Uh, most anticipated list. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, all right. There we have it. We we have a lot of stuff to to think on. For yeah. The next couple weeks until the Oscars actually. What what's the date on the Oscars? It's March twelfth. Right? It's on March my birthday. 12th? Yeah, that's right. Um, so we have like six weeks. We got some yeah. time. We got some time. No, we got. It's got like. Yeah. Two months. So we'll be able to just February, sit here well, and what four. We'll say seven weeks. Yeah. Hashtag math podcast. Yes, exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that'll do all it. All right. That'll do it. Let's bring it home to some uh, recommendations. recommendations here. Yeah. We're doing good on time. I'm proud of us. I am too. Cause this, I was worried we were going to be like an hour and 40 minutes in and be like, so you know what else so, is crazy? <laughs> we should talk about best picture. Um, yeah, so recommendations. Uh, I thought today, because obviously we're talking about Oscars, why not recommend a movie that did not get nominated for Best Picture but should have? And that's not necessarily 2022. could be from any year. And yes. this was tougher than I thought it was going to be, mostly because of the cross-referencing and being like, okay, what actually won Best Picture? Most of the ones <laughs> that I came up with, I was like, oh, no, that actually was nominated. Didn't right. win, but it was nominated, yeah. Right. And across the board, yeah, it's it's some crazy stuff. So uh, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Sure. I had to go back. I didn't have to, but I went 
back. Let's go. Uh, my movie is from 2000. Woo. Yeah. 23 years ago. Uh, and it's a movie that I love it was like formative for me is a big part of like my taste in music. Mm. And that's Cameron Crowe's Almost Famous. Oh, yeah. This is shocking that it wasn't. <laughs> Almost Famous is a incredible movie. Um, Like the characters in it. I mean, in that it's Cameron Crowe's like life. Right. The the characters in it are so well defined and it's great performances like across the board and from like a lot of talent that has like since become like really top tier talent. Like Billy yeah. Crudup is like yeah. everywhere these days. Yeah. Um Philip Seymour Hoffman, you know, uh Kate Hudson, um who's the one I'm missing? my head jimmy fallon no um though jimmy fallon is in that movie uh, he is in it but <laughs> but yeah like i love this movie this movie has such a wonderful relationship with like music and and everything with it and not even like close you know not nominated nope from what i remember and given this was 23 years ago but like no conversation around it nope. um and I love this movie. I I rewatch this movie not every year, but probably at least every other year. Um, right. And like it always completely shifts whatever music I'm listening to at the time. Yeah. Back to back to <laughs> right. Zeppelin and back to right. you know Bowie and Bill and Bill and uh, Bob Dylan. Bill Dylan. that out. Bill Dylan. <laughs> Billy D. Uh, yeah. So that's my recommendation. Um, I was also amazed that like I haven't recommended that before. Um, that is kind of shocking. Almost Famous yeah. is a great movie. I will That's say there is a extended version of it. Oh, that I unknowingly watched. Oh, uh, Francis McDormand also in that movie. I don't know how I'm yes. forgetting that. I think Jason uh, Lee is in that movie too. Jason Lee, um, Zoe uh, Deschanel. Yep, it's an insane cast. <laughs> yeah, like Anna Paquin. Yep. Um, Rain Wilson. Yep. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, Peter Frampton. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I was in the middle of saying something in that night. Oh, uh, extended cut. Oh, yes. There's an extended cut that I watched um, kind of unwillingly that I, I think doesn't really add anything. I, I like the oh. theatrical better. Okay. Um, was the extended cut like the director's cut? Yeah. Yeah. It's Cameron Crowe's gotcha. like director's cut. And like uh, there are things in it that I'm like, yeah, okay. I get it, but also fundamentally like, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't fundamentally change it and it makes it a lot longer. So I got you. Okay. Um, available on Showtime. It looks like I'm looking at Letterboxd's okay. listing of it here. Um, available on Showtime, available on Roku and available to rent on Amazon and iTunes. I got you. Showtime. Okay. Well, interesting. I also Man, own this on, uh, on Blu-ray. Digital. So, oh, Blu-ray. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. One of the, the Blu-rays you still have. <laughs> yeah. One of like the six. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. It's a good Blu-ray to keep. Um, that's good. Holy crap. That's a good one. And I'm surprised that hasn't come up really yeah. before at all. Interesting. If nothing else, it, it seems like one of those ones that would have been in my, uh, like before we started doing like themed recommendations, I would have, I would yeah. have just like throwing one out. Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Interesting. Who knows? Anyway, um, what was yours, Josh? So I'm throwing an audible right now. Because uh -oh. I have a list of them that I'm trying to choose from. And I'm going to go so off book. And I'm going to say Do it. that I think that in a year, and, and I'll give a justification for this. 
I'm going to recommend Avengers Endgame for the 2019 Ooh. Oscars because in a year, and obviously this is, you know, hindsight is 2020 where everything, you know, we have movies like Top Gun Maverick that are, yeah. you know, nominated for Best Picture. This is a year where Joker was nominated for Best Picture, <laughs> where Jojo Rabbit was nominated for Best Picture, yeah. where Ford v. Ferrari, which I happen to really like, was nominated for Best Picture. It's not the strongest list of Best Picture contenders. Sure. And if we're talking about cultural impact and just every human being on yeah. the planet sitting in a theater losing their minds yeah. during the last 20 minutes of this movie, that alone... Des- like makes it deserving to be up in this list. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to talk about the plot of Avengers Endgame. You know what it is by now. But honestly, I was looking through and I'm like, this is just, this would be the one. Yeah. Not Spider-Man No Way Home, not Black Panther, what kind of, like this would be the one Marvel movie, maybe Iron Man 1, that yeah. could be up for best picture. Well, I'll compare it in a way to like, uh, the Lord of the Rings Return mm. of the King, which yeah. won Best Picture this right. year. Um right. I wanna say two thousand three. But like that I, I remember that winning and I remember being like, this is like not only like a win for this movie, but like yeah. this is an acknowledgement of all three of these like genre defining films. Exactly. And like yeah, like you're saying, if you're gonna like nominate one, it's like here's the culmination of everything that Marvel has done. And like, it is, say what you will, it is like an achievement. They pulled it off and yeah. it is cinema. It is. Yeah. The, like I've rewatched the ending fight. I can't tell you how many yeah. times. And there are sequences that it's like, you don't craft that. You can't make this work if you're not like a world-class filmmaker. And, yeah. um, so, and again, I'm like, I like Jojo rabbit and Joker, but like, God dang was Avengers Endgame a slapper in the theater like yeah. way more than anything I've seen ever to be quite honest and if you're gonna do it like I like you said do it for this one it's deserving so yeah um yeah I can't believe I'm recommending a Marvel movie that's not like a megapixels top five like favorite <laughs> superhero movie things but if I'm gonna do it I gotta do Endgame it is a it is still maybe my favorite theater experience ever um yeah. so so yeah, and you can find that on Disney Plus, obviously, or rent it or buy it or whatever you want to do with it. Um, yeah. So yeah, that is an interesting awesome. double feature. <laughs> that is, that is a very interesting double feature. Different energy there. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, uh, but there you right. have it. That'll do it. That'll bring us home. Um, it is Oscar season officially, y'all. Yeah. yeah. Um, we just talked about thirty different films you should all go watch. Yeah. Um, I know I, I think you're probably in a much better place than I am. I have, I think, including documentaries and things like that, like 18 movies to knock out. Okay. I have um, not tallied it yet, but, uh, I, I was going through and I was like looking at the ones I'm like, I know Josh has seen that. I know Josh has seen that. I know Josh has seen that. Um, so, but yeah, we both but have also, some homework, Well, but also I was going to say I'm in a lot better place than I have been in previous years. Yeah. Like, I feel like I've seen a lot more of the Oscar noms already than I usually right. have. 
Right. Usually it's overwhelming because I'm like, well, I have 27 movies to watch. In three weeks. (laughs) Yeah, in three weeks. So I'm not doing the documentaries. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. International. International. Nope. Yeah. Um, Right. But we got seven, six, seven weeks and you've got, what did you say, 18 movies? I want to say 18. Yeah. That's, you can knock Especially if you include in things like, like Empire of Light that I'm like, we'll see, you know. The whale. um, Yeah. Well, the whale I'm definitely going to see, but like there's a few that I'm like are not going to like I'm not going to see tell like a woman for the best song. Right. Nomination. Like, right. Right. Argentina. Yeah. 18, 1985. Yeah. Or, or the quiet girl <laughs> or like, you know, yeah. um, some of the ones that you just can't like if I can watch two Leslie. Sure. <laughs> but yeah. Like. Yeah. Well, and there's a few. Yeah. Like that just ha- are not available, which um, there's a documentary that we didn't we didn't talk about documentary, but um where is it? Uh, what was it called? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Navalny. Navalny looks really good, but uh, all the all that legend. breathes. Oh, all, all that, that breathes, breathes is apparently like go watch the trailer. It's a documentary about bird uh, bird saviors. No, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, <laughs> like wildlife refugee. Wildlife ref. Yeah. Yeah, it's about yeah, like um, conservationists. Conservationists, yeah, it's like about bird conservation. That's not the term either. Um, but anyway, it's about these guys yeah. who protect <laughs> birds in New Delhi in in India, mm-hmm. uh, in New Delhi, and it looks incredible. And it is not available to watch anywhere. What is happening? Which I'm like devastated because I'm like uh, like it I watch the trailer and obsess, and I want to watch it right. so bad. Um, it is an HBO movie so i feel like they'll be like oh shit we gotta oh, drop that go. on hbo max like right now it's got an oscar so i have let's hope go. yeah um yes yeah. that i will say guys go run through the whole documentary list because even i've not seen this but all the beauty and the bloodshed which apparently is a documentary about nan golden uh yeah. is apparently just absolutely amazing another movie that you just can't find anywhere at this point yeah. so um hopefully these will become more available in the next six weeks because I want to see all of these yeah. and fire. Navalny we both is loved. currently on uh, HBO Max. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. House Which... made of splinters. I don't know of, but um, yeah. But yeah. I love we've just gone back into Oscar talk. We're back in. <laughs> we yeah. started the outro, right. but there we go. Let's let's wrap it up. Uh, let's do it. I want to go watch something now. Me too. All right. Um, um, Oscar season. Go watch movies. It's excellent. Yes. End of pod. End of pod.